VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Do it a little faster. Yeah. <laughs> you still got it. <laughs> it's your girl Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And we are Around, Around the, the Way Curls. Join us as we share our unique life experiences, aka tell all our business, and explore both the profound and the profane. Because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yes, sir. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi. What's up, pimpin'? Oh, my head. How's your head doing? We do need a collective it's update. It's still doing that. It <gasps> went away and an then it came back. No, I'm going to do it. I'm scared for them to tell me something. I keep Googling it. And of course, you're hearing the worst things about sharp pains running into your head. It's like aneurysm. positive. They ain't going to say that's that it. that's normal. But then there's also like tension headache. Oh, Lack of it's sleep. a tension headache. For a week? Over two weeks? Yeah, you ain't been sleeping right. You I just took another up um, COVID test just to make sure. Negative. <laughs> I feel my throat getting messed up, though. You feel like you're getting sick is what I hear. Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> All right. Go ahead. Pleasantries well, done. What are your updates? I haven't cooked a meal in weeks are you serious weeks i haven't cooked a really like a meal meal i've made grilled cheese i've made who knows i don't know how i've been keeping myself or my daughter alive and i really think and i'm gonna say it this idea that women can have everything is a lie (laughs) it's true we cannot you cannot oh be God. a effective homemaker providing nutritious meals that take preparation, time, thought, effort, and grind out here. You just can't by your motherfucking self. Mm. Get the fuck out of here. Spend time with your kid. Nourish her emotionally and nutritionally and show up and work fully we can't have it i'll say it and maybe i'm at a space (laughs) where it's like i'm not at a space where i can afford a nanny i'm not at a space where i can afford meals preps to me shout out to our give fresh that sponsors us every now and then (laughs) please (laughs) 
I was like, girl, shut up. <laughs> I'm not at that space. So if you're talking about people that are really doing this on their own from their own center of will, it's not happening. So JoJo's mm. getting French fries. I had frozen pizza. We eating out. I'm just making sure we going over other motherfuckers' house to get dinner. Like this, I lie to you not. You eat with him? I haven't been eating. I had a fruit salad and yogurt yesterday. You cannot have it all. And I'm picking and choosing my battles. I'm kicking it with Joe. I'm emotionally there for her. We're spending time, but we're eating very poorly. Which is affecting her brain growth and probably her body <laughs> growth. So spirally. <laughs> this is what it and I'll be the first Can one Joe to say. Cook? Not nutritiously dense meals, absolutely not. Not go shopping. Sure, she, she can't can steam some, some, some broccoli. But the foresight, Antoinette, of cooking a meal, you know, of going to the grocery store. But you don't, wait, you go to the grocery store every day before you cook? No, but I haven't gone food shopping. Yesterday, the day before yesterday was the first time I have gone food shopping in about three weeks. She is 13 years old. You could send that child to the store to go get some broccoli now what where to whole foods to walk herself to whole foods she can't walk the whole foods you know where whole foods is during the daytime yeah i do she couldn't no as actually she couldn't because she was in camp and she needed somebody to pick her up and bring her home <laughs> and who was doing that no she couldn't wow and who's i, need I don't you. have the time or I need space you to-, to make a list to say joe pick this up go get this da, 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 pick All it right. up what about Instacart? What about Instacart? Remember when you did that once and you I liked it? Sure, but I don't want to spend that money on that. It's 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 tricky over here. So we got I did go shopping and I got frozen pizza. Mm. She had grilled cheese, broccoli yesterday, like she was a white child that <laughs> Why won't eat anything else. Keep catching strays this week. That's what they feed them. <laughs> Yogurt, grilled cheese, and some no, broccoli they that them. has no life left in it. No, they feed them the mac and cheese. I got a box, box of that. Say you less. Do? Absolutely. The shells? Mm-hmm. Which Annie's. one? You got the Annie's Velveeta? with the rabbit because I want it to be healthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, giving, it's giving working mom TV dinners over here. We can't have it all. And it's a lie. And that's not me being unfeminine. Oh, God. It's not being anti-feminist either. We n- n- Show me somebody that can have it all that's, that makes the amount of money that I make that's a single mom. We're going to get into this. We're going to get into this Get the this fuck later. out of here. I've studied baboons. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm dead ass. Oh, I, I went away curls. Let's <laughs> fucking go. The range no. is immaculate. <laughs> Name another fucking podcast that connect socioeconomics, <laughs> gender, single motherhood with. It's all baboons. connected, though. I start. I'm telling you. I go- let me tell you what I googled, and a video about baboons came up, and I said, "Say the fuck less," because I was still in my feelings about what I discussed last week. I was like, "Wow, socioeconomic status does matter." It does because it capitalism does. is where is in our bones. 
we're born. But it matters it. in we like your it. your interpersonal relationships. Like I'll never forget Mandy being like, I like her, but I ain't going on trips with her. She can't do the things I do. And I'm not staying in no bullshit hotel. I'll never forget. I said, Oh, well, you and I will ever go to we'll just go to like Thailand or Bali where I can keep up because she in Greece right now. Fuck Mandy. Fuck her. And that <laughs> capitalist ass. <laughs> no, I Googled socioeconomic status. How does socioeconomic status impact mental health? And baby, what came up was a a video Listen, about baboons. We're going to We're gonna get into it. We're going to get into it. What you got to understand is women are the <laughs> lowest on the totem pole and they do need men to lead them. Oh, my God. All right. In other news, I don't even think I want to say what my updates are. I don't have much. I'm still in my feelings. I have feelings that are annoying me these days. Mm-hmm. And I was asking for help. You know, I I struggle with um Jesus because I know that Jesus. Excuse me? <laughs> Listen, <just> follow me. <laughs> Stop. Stop, I'm, I'm getting Wait, I don't know if that was like a euphemism, <laughs> an interjection, or if that was like, I struggle with Jesus or I struggle with Jesus. Like you were trying to get no, your thoughts No, I struggle together. with Jesus. I do. Period. The cons- yeah. Or really Christianity, the whole thing, because, you know, <sighs> going to those slave castles, I struggled before then, but that really solidified it. It was like, you know, this is not what I would be practicing worshiping if it wasn't for slavery and the middle passage and colonization then i went to the slave castles and saw and was in the dungeons didn't see it was in the slave dungeons like physically in them like my my feet were on the earth where the ancestors were and the fucking church was right above it so while they were down there in their own feces begging for food for water probably not even begging just wishing i feel like they were strong too strong to fucking beg they were listening to the hymns and being told to worship white jesus so i struggle with there's something in me you know yaba blay talked about that when she talked to cole arthur riley who is the author of this here flesh on her live and that was the live that really touched me and made me buy that book and I love that book we gotta have her on because this is the perfect I know conversation I, to have I'm, with her I'm still working through it I have to be so prepared for that conversation though. and I don't know that she does she identify as like a Christian or she her faith has to right her faith has come up through Christianity but I don't know that she says she is a Christian <laughs> The teachings is through Christianity. Anyway, I say all this to say that the way that resonates with me the most when it comes to God and universe and spirit is through ancestors and through history. There's something about humanity that I feel like brings me closer to God. And so I've been resisting the idea of church. Every time I go into a church, they say some shit that I don't like. And I'm like, "Mm, there it is. And I just can't snap out of it. So I have a picture of Miss Pam on my altar now, Jasmine's mother. And it's next to a picture of my grandmother. And I do have Catholic prayer candles on the altar. (laughs) 
which that's interesting too. But I was, I was at the altar and I was like asking for guidance, for strength, for all the things to just navigate life and how I was feeling. And I just had this urge of like, you got to go to church, find a church, Mm. find a place. And I was like, "Mm -mm." and there is a Baptist church right across the street from my house, huge Baptist church. And I see them feeding the community. I vote there. They're, they seem pleasant. And I am just resisting. I'm resisting it. I don't know what it is. Whole, my Everything is resisting it, except for the voice in my head saying, you need to go to church. So I reached out to Jazz and was like, um, I'm thinking about <laughs> going to church. I, I don't know how to do it, though. Like, what time does it start? You got any pointers? I- and what's wrong? No, nothing. Is it okay? Mm-hmm. And she gave me a lot of good insight. And she actually was like, I don't know. You have to, finding a church is like finding a therapist. Like, you have to test it out. You have to find the right one. And she was saying, you need to find one that's really rooted in the community and, like, doing, like, social outreach. That That seems like a place for you. So I say all this to say there's something in me that feels that's not grounded. I'm grounded in who I am. I'm grounded in my convictions, but I'm not grounded in my in a faith, in any faith. And I think not being grounded in faith leads me to make a lot of decisions from a place of fear and shame. Mm. And so I want to move away from that. And so I'm I'm looking for ways to do that. So if anybody in Brooklyn knows of a great church, I got a tall order though. It's like I it can't be rooted in patriarchy. <laughs> Music got to slap. Got to be about social justice. Pastor can't come through in a fucking I don't even know fancy cars, but a real fancy car. Mm. Talking about pay your tithes. Mm. That's going to trip me out. I'm thinking a spiritual center. I, I don't know what, but there, there's got to be a place. Yeah. Maybe it's just a circle. Maybe it's just a bunch of people that get oh. together and collectively, I don't know, share, have, to, I don't know, but I need something and, and I'm looking for it and I'm, I feel it in my heart of hearts that that's what I need. So that's my update. If anybody can help me out, I would really appreciate that. But I might venture over to this Baptist-ass church and sit in the back and be like, (laughs) I was like, what do I wear? How do I go? You might might be good with going to like a non-denominational or like a trans-denominational spiritual community. Yes. You want something that honors all the different paths that's looking at it from like a scientific lens which becomes a very like a lot of intellectual rhetoric around god but i might slap but you probably need a non-denominational a more spiritually focused space you should ask amanda about the center of peace and if they have i don't know if they have any new york but that's the place that amanda sings and where her mom was a part of where katia is a part of Uh uh-huh I've been there a couple oh, times have? with her and I liked it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they just talk really, it just can get very intellectual 
where you just like, bro, yeah, they be what? using the words. Y'all gonna like sing or what? Like, <laughs> y'all read all the same books. Say shout less. or what y'all doing in here? Where the tambourine? What Hold is up. that word you keep saying? <laughs> no, yeah, okay, that's a good, that's a good idea. All right, well, fourteen minutes in, I think we're gonna venture over to voicemails. We have quite a few, and um, first up, I'm just gonna get right into it. Um, hi. I'm not going to say my name, <laughs> but I have been listening to you guys for um, probably the last three years. I'm um, part of the Patreon community. I just saw that clip um, on Instagram. I don't even think this, the episode has dropped yet of Shanti um, just speaking um, positively again to herself. And I just wanted y'all to know I don't have a long Thing to say, but that was very, very helpful to a lot of people, I'm sure, but especially to myself in this very, very moment. And um, I've been praying for a lot of change. I'm going through a divorce right now that I was in a marriage for a very long time, for 11 years, that became um abusive and I've been kind of trying to figure out how I let that happen um and I just wanted to say just the things that you said Shanti are important that you just have to like forgive yourself for things that have happened and stop allowing the universe to give you um or expecting the universe to give you the short end of the stick and um when you finally let the things that were holding you back or making you feel that, and that's a lot of work to figure out what those things are. But when you figure it out, it is so, so, so amazing. It, it, it becomes a feeling of like now I'm, I'm in this space where I'm trying to feel, um, accept how good the universe is being mm. to me. Mm. And when you speak to yourself like you did, Shanti, is so amazing and I'm just so happy for you and it's so inspiring because it is we we have that ability to speak into the universe to accept the things that God or you know has provided for us it's not always doom and gloom we have to enjoy these moments it, 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 we're not made to be in a horrible space just because this world has so many horrible things. There are good things in this universe, and we deserve. So anyway, I just really was affected by that, and I wanted to call and um, and 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 say that was. I, I can't wait for the episode and forget it. My name's Jasmine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. That's all. That's all you want to say. I, that's all I. I mean, I'm. I'm touched okay. by that. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. And I. Y'all gonna make me I cry, hope. child. Yeah. It's crazy because that's that's the type of that's when I feel God. Mm-hmm. When when like a voice starts to tremble because they feel mm-hmm. you know there's community or there's some sort of connection. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm like, oh yeah, there's something deeper here. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, can you write down the yes. time, my love? Thank you. Hey, ladies. Um, my name is Janae. I'm calling in reference 
to episode 281, the young lady who was going through a divorce and just having a hard time. And I just wanted to offer her some words. Um, I, too, went through a breakup. I was with him for five years. And I really struggled with the breakup. Um, I had to go to therapy. And Mm -hmm. therapy was a big help. So I think that that may be an option for her since she does not have – you know, anyone she feels like she can speak to. So I would agree with Shanti um, as far as trying therapy out. I would also like to tell her that maybe doing some work on yourself, something that makes you feel good, that was a big help for me. Go get your hair done, Mm -hmm. sis. Get your nails done. Maybe go to the gym, start getting in the gym, working on you. Um, That is, to me, the best revenge um and even not not a malicious revenge but you know just it'll make you feel good and and it'll make him feel some type of way too Mm -hmm. um so i just wanted to offer that also i was i was drawn to you ladies to 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 do this call because i saw y'all at the roots picnic and i was so afraid to say anything walk right past you two and i didn't want to say anything so my friend was like, go speak to them. I was like, no, I'm embarrassed. I'm not I'm about to go in, you know, hop in their face. Um, but then it was crazy because then I saw you again at the Renaissance concert. I was sitting in the row behind you. I said, what is a coincidence that here I am right next to them again? And once again, I chose not to say anything. Oh, girl. <laughs> but I – had a reason to call this time um and i just wanted to share that with that young lady and tell you ladies that you are awesome you are doing great work and keep up the great work uh, thanks bye janae come on now that was the lord trying to give us another little connection now i know you know what i thought hmm. she saw me take them spanks off remember when i took you my drawers a- off did you do at that the- at the Beyonce concert, yeah. So, okay. First of all, number one, thank you for your call. <laughs> because that was important advice to give that young woman. And I, I hope she's, I hope she hears that and receives that. Listen, breakups are a death. So, True. yes, definitely focus on yourself. Um, but, yeah, the at the Beyonce concert, I had those spank things on. And they were a thong, and you know oh, me. Oh, I do remember. Oh, I do. You did have. I, I cannot. I don't know. I'm not a woman. I don't know how y'all do it. I said, "There's no way I'm going to be able to enjoy myself with these on." And as soon as the lights went out and everybody stood up and Beyonce started whispering and singing and shit, I said, "Listen." I started reaching around, and they were so tight. I just kept pulling and I was like I can't get them down and finally I was like bent over getting them down so there's no way she didn't see that so Janae actually thank she you for not saying you, anything she was looking at Beyonce <laughs> oh I was so embarrassed I was like, there's no way and Tina was like just try to do it fast I was like I can't I can't get them down anyway all right next one hi Shanti hi Antoinette hope you ladies are having a wonderful day um, originally, I wasn't going to call. I wasn't. But then I heard you guys revisit the 
Usher versus JT conversation. And I took that as the universe telling me to call in. <laughs> While I respect your ladies' opinions. Granted, I love this show. Love you guys individually. Love you guys collectively. I say all that to say, y'all giving a lot to Justin Lamont Timberlake, okay? Y'all, y'all giving him a lot. Now, I am a JT fan. However, let's not do Usher. Let's not try Usher. I don't have to go into a whole bunch of detail. I'm just going to give a couple of points, right? Hopefully this doesn't run out. Number one. Number one. JT got his falsetto from Usher. Let's start there. Number two. I think Shanti said last time that when she revisited Justified, made her feel some kind of way. I challenge you to listen to Here I Stand and tell me it doesn't make you feel some kind of way. Tell me there's not some type of depth, levels, things going on. You know what I'm saying? And number three, JT got Senorita, but he don't got a superstar. Um, JT has Crimea River. But he can't do confessions. There are just certain things that JT can't do that Usher can do. Usher can do JT all day. All day. He could do 2020 experience. He could do all of those things. JT can't do it. Um, I don't know if because the cornrows aren't there anymore. I don't know if it's because the permit coming. But it's just certain things when it comes to this R&D stuff. JT is not capable of. Then, finally, I'm just going to say this. Usher almost flopped when he dropped off your collar, but he came back with confessions. Justin dropped the man in the woods, and he has not made a comeback yet. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Love them both, but put some respect on Usher Lane in the fourth, okay? Love y'all. Have a blessed day. Peace. I'm not saying nothing. Your first point, JT's whole style is from, and technique is from black people. So that's, yes. that's of course, absolutely. The second point, I tried to listen to Usher's catalog. <laughs> I did, and it just didn't hit me the same way. It just didn't hit me the same way. And I think this is a, I think this is actually a, just a music preference at this point. I think, I don't know, but Cry Me a River compared to Confessions. Now, Confession, did she say, conf- what'd she say? She said Confession. Maybe Cry Me the River is not the best song. Did you say Cry Me the River or a river? Cry Me the Megan River. Megan, be good. Ugh. <laughs> Cry Me a River. <laughs> There's something away about the way JT's songs deepen, they change, and they and it and it heightens you. It takes you to a different place, which I cannot separate from Timberland, but I cannot separate from JT and his arrangement. He is arranging these melodies. He is very much in the studio with Timberland making these songs that I don't feel 
It just doesn't happen with me with Usher. Usher has incredible songs. Confessions is an incredible album. But And the story and the journey that he took us on with Confessions was amazing. But in the minutia of... (laughs) (laughs) In the the meta of a JT song uh, where he... I don't have the musical language to talk about how the song changes and shifts and completely turns into another song and the transitions. I don't know. It just, for me, it just, it just affects me differently. And I think we tried to say this before in our last episode, there's a difference between what Justin Timberlake produces and R&B. No, he's not an R&B artist. Does he appropriate and take from that and do his very darn best to do that yes but he also is putting something else into his music which I think again I can't discredit Timberland in in the in the sound that they create together and Justin Timberland's arrangements <laughs> this is enough I'm you sorry just repeat yourself you just repeat yourself his arrangements I'm sorry and they're coming from him. It's not somebody feeding it to him. They're coming from that l- little whiny white man. And I, I don't like his <laughs> voice in comparison to, to Usher. Me and Antoinette even went, got a little bit askew in our differences here. I don't think don't he's a, do this. Don't put words I, in my mouth. I don't I think he's a better performer Justin than Timberlake Usher. I really don't. I don't think he's a better performer. Perform I think he's a better singer. Or sing better than no, Usher. What I not. said was that they can both do both. They can both do both. I prefer Usher's voice over Justin any day. But Justin is not a slouch on stage when it comes to performance. You're not going to, you're not going to tear me down. No. I know that you're coming for white folks. Leave me alone. <laughs> you tr- you tried it. Your brown skin privilege has ended because somebody else called and cursed you out about this and I ain't play it. Why? All you right? should. I won't. Why? One time. Next up. Next up. <laughs> Hey, Shanti and Antoinette. Um, I sound like a complete mess right now, but I'm listening to y'all episode, episode 281, Do It Scared, I guess. And um, I'm sorry. Um, Antoinette, thank you so much for um, Sorry, it's going to be some pauses, but thank you so much for your speech to um, Jaunty about taking a risk. Um, and I'm crying because um, I just got let go from my job. And I'm not scared, though. Like, I'm not scared that I got let go. It's like mm. my spirit's been telling me I need to show up for myself consistently. And I really wish I had a friend. Um, like Antoinette who can tell me like bro I see what you're doing because you're doing it and I'm a small business owner and Santi I don't feel it I don't really feel it and it feels very like like now I'm living my dream like now I have my business and I can go and provide this service for people and make people happy and dude I don't feel it and you're not the only one out here who doesn't feel like, like, having your, like, it doesn't come into your body in the way that you have it. Like, you just got to give it time, bro. And 
like, y'all, I'm scared. Like, I'm I'm scared, but I'm not because I know I'll be okay. Like, my spirit will keep me on. And I'm so grateful that y'all even had this conversation, bro, because I just feel, like, so alone in this sometimes. And I'm like, do people really see how hard I'm working? Because I feel like everybody, including myself, can be really hard on myself. And I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> So I'm consistently working all the time, and um, I've had moments and I've had phases where people have told me, you don't have to work this job. You know you can do this, and that self-doubt and everything just kind of pops up, and I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know. Like, it's all a big I don't know, and um, at 27, I feel like I don't know what I'm doing because all my friends are working good jobs, and they're getting cars, and I'm just out here trying to, like, go start my business, so that's what I thank you so much. Like, I really needed to hear you talk to Shanti like this because it feels like nobody – it feels like somebody sees what I'm doing. So thank you, ladies, so much. I'm sorry for the long voicemail. <laughs> she got cut off. Yeah. I feel like the the – the offering that you gave and the way you spoke into me was really powerful in that episode and um and important for everybody to hear because I, I I didn't have I did not have like any space for reflection and I think we all have to like um or it's reflection is also like the 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 bow at the end of it. Like, okay, I had this hard moment and now I understand my worth and now I'm okay and I'm mm -hmm. ready to face the world. That shit just doesn't happen within one meltdown or that shit may mm -hmm. take years to come about. And, um, and multiple conversations. And multiple conversations <laughs> and multiple failures and multiple successes for you to like ground yourself, I think. I'm not there yet, but um no, I'm I'm happy we had that conversation. I'm 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 I knew it was an important conversation, but I'm also just uh surprised and grateful for the ways that it resonated with folks and how you rose to the occasion in a way as well, which I think was really powerful for a lot of people that heard that. So, yeah. And I and again, just to the listener that you this wanting to have a bow and everything be packaged and like this need for things to be resolved immediately is just doesn't happen. So if we have we have to sit with these hard feelings and sit with the not knowing what you gonna do. Yeah. It's also like process. getting laid off from the thing that is your security blanket is frightening and it is deeply personal mm. especially when you sacrifice so much of yourself in order to have that quote-unquote security it's like the rug is pulled from under you as someone who got laid off during COVID and you're mm. like what mm -hmm. huh what was this all for it's like a relationship it's like if I love you you should you're supposed to love me back right and then 
it, it just doesn't work like that. And so it's a hard lesson, but a valuable one. And these are hard fucking times. Like mm-hmm. she said, she was 27. Mm-hmm. This is a hard ass time to be a 27 year old. Mm-hmm. We're like, you don't inflation is while it's coming down, it still ain't down, down, you know, jobs are coming back from COVID, but like you just lived through something really traumatic mm-hmm. where like, of course people are clinging to their security even more. Mm-hmm. Right. There's uncertainty in like people are saying the dreaded R word with recession. And then you have social media where it's all about comparison and it's all about the grass being greener. And that's just such a, a thief of our own joy. You know, like there's a reason why I'm like, I got to get connected to God. It's because I'm fucking struggling. There's a reason why I was able to say those things to you because I admire that in you. Mm -hmm. It's because I need to say it to myself. Yeah. You say that shit to me. I'll be crying just like that to you. Say it. I don't know, but I want to feel it. When you said that, I was like, shit, me too. I was like, we'll never feel it. We fucking crazy, girl. (laughs) We're unwell. Like nobody... Girl, girl, listen, there's, again, we are not perfect, but you're doing things that I can't do. Not in this iteration of myself in this moment. I Maybe I could, but I don't have the courage to. Mm-hmm. I want my security blanket. And it's a choice that I live with every day, I guess. Or I'm, tr- I'm trying to have it all. I'm trying to be like, oh, I could be, I could be a podcaster. I could be a corporate woman. And then I'm somehow going to figure out how to sing on the side. I ain't figured that out yet, but I'll figure it out. I could just do it for me. It's like, it's hard. It's hard. And, sh- and anyway, I, I so thank y'all for calling in um, and sharing. And I'm happy that Shanti, with your savage Sag ass that you, Cried on the internet. Let us in. Oh my god! Disgusting. When was the last time you cried? You cried another time. You cried. Probably talking talking about about Jojo. Joe. Yeah, you talk. Cried talking about Joe. I can't wait for Joe to get old and listen to this damn podcast. She gonna listen to it. First of all, she's like disgusting. She's like, mom, what word was that? All right, ready. (laughs) Last one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Hey, ladies, it's your boy, Big Holy. The God. Um, holy Horse, or by my regular name, Ray. Um, That's Holy from South Florida, And I just listened to the last episode, um, and I felt like it was really touching. Um, and I want to say something to Shanti, as well as Antoinette as well, because you know you can sing, and Shanti got um, the fable popping. It does get tough on us. And we are our worst enemies sometimes. Like, I'll go days without, like, looking in the mirror and just kind of play it day by day. But then, you know, sometimes you got to remind yourself when you're surrounded by the right people. And I know you guys are. Um, You know, I have my mom. She runs her own business. I help her from time to time. But right now, I'm struggling, too. And there's a lot of times where it's just like I had goals and aspirations that fell by the wayside. And, um, yeah, life is tough. And, um, yeah, I know I'm not all uh, with the woo-woo right now, but, um, that was real. That was real shit that I had heard. And, um, I hope the listeners can grasp this. I was, uh, in a discord, listened to a couple people. So just, I just want to say all that to say, just y'all keep going, please. Um, 
Antoinette, you got this. Shanti, you got this. You know what I'm saying? And everybody else that, if you decide to play this, y'all got this too. Swear, put your chin up, chest out, mm. you know? And a lot of things, like on the other side of that fear is sometimes it's another fear. Mm. But what you going to do, give up and let somebody else take that spot? Or you going to create your own lane with that spot that you're going to get? Anyways, a couple of affirmations. I'd be like, um, all my needs are coming with speed. I am surrounded by abundance. Um, money is energy and it's coming to me. And I do my little prayer in the shower every day just to get me boosted up, you know. So peace and lovings. I know I'm not hyped right now, but I love y'all. I love the community. Y'all hold it down. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait for the next episode. Bye. I did not listen to that beforehand. All I knew was that I saw that it's your boy from Florida. And I said, say less, we playing it. That is the perfect way to end voicemails. What a duality to the, I, I'm just like, I can't stop smiling. That is such a beautiful message. Thank you so much. You know him, you know him from Instagram. We do. And now I connect the Holy Horus to his Instagram handle. So now I'll be all up in your business. No, bro. Now that was that was beautiful. That was beautiful. It's given. It's also given me um, um, the marathon continues vibes. You gotta just put one foot in front of the other, and that's all you can do. Ciao. Is that it? You got the that marathon r- continues. Is that the same? <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna ask you. Do you have that written down somewhere <laughs> that you had to? You stopped and you looked over your shoulder. It's um your boy. Yeah, N- Nipsey. Nipsey. It's the marathon continues. Yeah. yeah, you just got I was at I, I well, this meta meta from the listeners. Leandra shared a whole thread of Nipsey's motivational speaking and I was like, "Yeah, Nipsey, one brick. All you can do is one brick. All you can do is just take one step. I'm so much closer. I can't turn back now." I was like, "Okay." So, shout out to our listeners, y'all are dope. Y'all are amazing. It is a community. We are helping one another. This is energy. So shout out to us. Let's take a break. We're 42 minutes in. It's a terrible time, but it was worth it. After these messages, we'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Boop. And we are back. So <laughs> now I feel like we're on such a high, like I can't come through with this uh, little... This little topic I have. I know, I might. All right. So I was feeling away about my socioeconomic status and status in general in life and was like, yo, I love being around folks who are doing their thug thizzle. I really do. I love being around. I want to see my people win, even if it's before me. I, I really mean that with all my heart and soul. I think with that fucking lady, really, she really did something to me when she was, uh-uh, I don't know, no. the whole situation. And I did it to myself. She leaned into 
Whatever insecurities I had, she saw them and she said, watch me work. So I went on YouTube and Googled. I think I said it earlier. What did I Google? How does socioeconomic status affect your mental health? <laughs> and Followed story by, about how baboons. How do you let your mental health affected by socioeconomics <laughs> be healed in three hours? <laughs> that ass though. Um, a story about baboons came up. <laughs> she was like, yeah. And so I was like, yeah, now, this makes sense. I didn't sense. know where they were going with it. But I said, you know what? I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to give it a chance. There was a scientist, y'all, Science, by the name baby. of Professor Solposcopy. Not wait, a colposcopy. Wait, wait. Oh, I said God. that wrong. Sol- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even high. Stop. You're making me laugh. I'm tired. How do you Sopalski. say this? Sopalski. Sopalski. Okay. And Professor studied baboons for thir- over 30 years. And he noticed very quickly that there was a hierarchy in place, especially within the men. Males. So, within the males, yes. So, if there are 30 males, number one, that male, their head is held higher than number two. Number two is lower than number one, but higher than number three, and so on and so forth, okay? And the hierarchy determines a lot in their lives. It determines who they get to have sex with. Mm. It determines what they eat. Mm. It determines whether you sit in the shade or are made to sit in the sun. Like, the hierarchy is very significant, and it's innate to them. Nobody teaches them this. This is just what it is. So there are these alpha male baboons Mm. that they're usually very, as he described, like they're charismatic, they're loud, they, their presence can be more menacing than the others, but they, they throw their weight around. Right. And then you have these other more docile baboons who their weight is not really thrown around at all. They just, they get pushed around child. And they accept it. And so the scientist was watching this and then was studying the stress levels within these baboons. So he would shoot them with a tranquilizer and then study the cortisol within their bodies, which is like the stress hormone. Believe it or not, the baboon at the very top of the food chain the top of the hierarchy had very high levels of cort- cortisol. Mm. And that was because, again, 30 years, a scientist was living with these baboons. Baboons. Their status. How you say it? Baboons. Baboons. <laughs> I'm just saying it faster. Leave me alone. <laughs> baboons. <laughs> baboons. Fine. Because <laughs> I see you every time, like, cringing every time I say it. <laughs> so when you're at the very... So the, there's the people at the very top are unwell when their status were when they felt like their status was insecure. Mm. That was when they were stressed. Of course, not the people, the baboons, the male baboons. So like when folks were trying to come for the top spot, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. their stress level was high. Mm-hmm. And then the other stress level was high was of course the people at the very bottom of the hierarchy. 
okay because they was getting picked on they didn't get the resources that they needed they got ugly bitches (laughs) shanti (laughs) you're right (laughs) (laughs) Ah! i apologize i apologize you're making fun of my topic i'm sorry no i'm not i'm sorry i'm so sorry i'm gonna get in trouble i'm bound to be getting in trouble okay (laughs) so when the baboons feel like they've been pushed to the bottom of the totem pole they they show something called a submission gesture Mm. and i feel like i showed a submission gesture with that lady Mm. that i just was like smiled and just kind of played small in in the background to stay out of the way Mm. and and that's exactly i think what was required of me maybe in that moment but maybe not i don't know but the baboons they lower their heads they cower, and then they raise their butts in the air. But I think that just means they lower their heads, whatever. And this is the way that they say, like, you win. I can't cope. I'm done. I'm down. You've got it. And this is natural to them. No one taught them this. And it got me the thinking. Is hierarchy and inequality just the way of the world? Is that just what it's supposed to be? Because I, I was I was looking around. I've been I've been just like walking down the street or driving, and I'm like, what the fuck are you complaining about? You got a car, you got a place, like you're okay. You're living alone. Like shut up. Because I'm watching people on the bus with their groceries, with this and with that. And I'm like, there's still hierarchy to this shit, right? Like everything is hierarchy. There's the haves and the have-nots. Is that the way it is? In the animal kingdom, oftentimes. I don't see a whole lot of communism. It's just like, are we going against what what it's supposed to be? Is it really just the survival of the fittest? Of the, the, the ones that have the most resources? I hope not. It sounds horrible to me. But I also know, check this out, Mm-mm. that the scientist was very upset because the baboons ate something out of the trash after 30 years. And of course the baboons that eat first are the alpha males. Oh shit. We haven't even talked about the women. The women eat after all the male, Mm. all the males Mm. and the women only get their status from their mother's status, which was very interesting. Not even their, their, I guess, boyfriend, I'm about to say husband, but they're baboons. That's not how it works. But they <laughs> just listen, stick with me. The the alpha males died because there was some sort of bacteria in whatever they ate. Oh shit. And so the scientist was so upset because he's like 30 years of me studying these fucking baboons and now they died. Like, what the hell? But then Who rose he was up? shocked. Who came up? Check it out. Come on. He was shocked to see that once those alpha male baboons died. The more docile, right, the males that were on the lowest of the totem pole, he thought they would then take the role of those alpha males. They would then become the bullies. And they didn't. They instead treated the women, well, the female baboons, well. They allowed everyone to sit in the shade. They were more kind. And it was almost like they had learned 
I'm dead ass serious. I swear to God, this shit is on YouTube. They had learned from their experience at being at the bottom. And then that translated into a different type of ecosystem. So then I started thinking, oh shit, maybe it's not just meant to be like that. Mm. But maybe we have to kill all the alpha males. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it, it fucked me up. Mm. It really did. Because at the end of the day, we're all animals. So I was thinking to myself like, well, that, sh- that to me proves that that our innate instincts are less than desirable, but that there's space for us to learn and possibly grow. Mm-hmm. No? Yes. I don't know. I just be feeling like in this society right now, there are definitely the haves and have nots. And I've, I'm at a place where I'm like, yo, I work so fucking hard and I ain't seeing what I I'm not seeing what I'm what I should be getting from all this work that I'm doing. Still got a promotion, still ain't shit, still ain't slapping. And it's just like, how do you do it? Do you have to be like morally corrupt to get to a place where you're just comfortable now? Do you have to be that alpha male that makes other people sit in the sun and they have to eat after you? I think to 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 get a certain um first of all that's a lot. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know. I think it's a very slippery slope when we start thinking that this is like an innate thing because then you also have cultures of elephants where there's matriarchs mm. and everybody eats and like they're grief like I don't know. I, I, I don't know if this is just for the baboons. I don't know if a gorilla's um, ecosystem and culture is different. I think it's varied, but I, I do see this through line and we cannot deny the through line of hierarchy and power in the animal kingdom and how it reflects back here. Um, but I don't know. It's a slippery soap to say that that is natural in the way that things need to be or that nature is romanticizing the the ruthlessness of nature like nature don't give a fuck it's ruthless just like you said it's a have and the have nots there's some beautiful things with trees sharing roots and ecosystems and nourishing but also they will like if you're weak you you're out of here um but i do i don't want to discredit um consciousness and the conscious that we have i don't know if it's just the innate animalistic nature that we think you know is the natural way or the way that humans should act um i think there's something about consciousness and the ability i mean humans in itself the ability to imagine and to make differences and to 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 understand when something doesn't feel right and to imagine something different i don't know i think there's something about the human consciousness and imagination that can disrupt these so-called you know 
natural ways of being. And I don't know. I I feel like um I feel like I I want I'm really curious to know what happened after 30 years later with the new type of quote unquote leadership or the the way that the males acted differently and how that changed the culture of I I don't know if it's culture or if it's like this natural inherent thing that hmm. can't that has nothing to do with nurture like what is it nurture or is it nature is it just that mm-hmm. they're just born into that and then they learn all of that i'm i'm so curious as to what happened after that why do you think that's the nature though what is it a what is it i don't know i think that i think that there's something about scarcity and power that regardless if you're a baboon or if you're a white person if you're a black person fucks with you and i don't i don't know if uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know that. And I guess maybe this is like a spiritual thing. I don't know if um, this have and have not, if that's ever not going to be what we have to contend with on this material plane. I don't know. You think? I don't know. I often think the same thing. It feels like, yeah, this this challenge and this adversity and this struggle and this power control dominance thing. I don't if it ain't white people, then it's, you know, what's his name? Kangas Khan or, you know, who's to say that I don't know any of these historical people. Masa Musa <laughs> <laughs> wasn't out here raising hell and and fucking shit up for other people and exploiting people i don't know girl. that's the thing is it like a a, a never-ending fight i guess that's my that is good over evil my frustration i don't know yeah or is it this idea that this idea of transcending all of that want and desire and and knowing what is your enough and being grateful like all my shit is taken care of i'm good wherever i am Mm-hmm. whoever I'm with, however I am. What is your good. enough? Girl. That's a great question. What is your enough? I, I don't know. And that's something that I, I often feel like my enough is always, um, it's really hard to be okay with where you're at, with what you were just saying earlier, when you're in a society that is constantly telling you that you don't have enough. And you mm-hmm. won't have enough. And that's not even possible unless you work really, really hard. And for some people, unless you work really, really hard, it is a reality that you won't have enough. And we're all scared and terrified of it. And then similar to the bab- baboons, we're not in a society where if you don't have enough, your community has your back. You said we're not in a society like that? Not, No, I don't think that we're taught that. We're taught that. Oh, no. And we see that, you know, being poor, being impoverished, not having enough is a deadly sin. You're a pariah. Nobody fucking with you. I'm avoiding eye contact with you. You're actually staring deep into my soul. (laughs) It is awkward. (laughs) But you, 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 
you shimmied out of what is your enough. Are you hitting your mic? Are you touching your mic with your chin? Maybe I might have tapped it. I try not to out throughout this episode. But um, no, I don't have a pure space of enough for myself. I live very much in a space of scarcity. Mm. I live very much in a space of I'm not doing enough. You know, I lied in bed a couple of days ago and I was like, girl, you're about to be 40. You are in trouble. Mm. You're a fucked. Let's start selling crack. Because everything's from this space of money, too. It's always from a lens of money. Absolutely. What you have. And then when you have a lot, you're, I mean, and we're so crazy. We see it over and over again. People that do have money are often miserable people. They're, they're suffering from some type of depravity in some other part of themselves. Girl, I don't know, child. Jesus, help us. I don't, I don't know miserable people with money. <laughs> they, they doing all right. Now, ridiculous amounts of money and being the breadwinner for your entire family, that's a whole other level of stress. <sighs> but them ones in the middle, I don't know. I don't but know you're you- right. I think that's something that go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know if there's not they don't have stresses. I don't know if they're not equally as no miserable trying to is hold different on to than them. having stresses. But I don't you know? know that they that if just because they're at a higher socioeconomic space than you, that they are somehow relieved of the existential angst and the scarcity mindset that you mm. think you mm. are experiencing now. They just got they're not driving in an ultimate, they're driving in a jaguar or a porsche but they still shout out to your white ultima the queen don't the goddess don't play with me <laughs> princess diana it. that's what i'm naming your car <laughs> that's princess die right there i think what is your enough is a really important question because like you said it's like if i started making i don't know double the amount of money that i'm making in my head, I've always thought, well, I'm not going to upgrade nothing because I don't want the stressors of having to make sure that my bills are paid and that I'm good. You know, like that I'm nervous about what if the car breaks down? What if this happens? What if that happens? Like it's going to impact me. So I've always thought like, oh, if I could just make more and then just have more of a cushion and then just still live simply. This is considered simply in my mind, but own some land. Maybe that's a whole other stressor, but own some property, but still just live simply. Then, then I'd be good. I just don't want the stress of it. But then is that, that feels like a fairy tale that feels like, and then I'd be good if I could just do this. And then, and then, and then it's like, Mm. will you? No. No, it's it's all in where you are internally, no matter what you're doing or where you where you think you're going to be. Because it's delusional to think otherwise. And it's it's an immediate resistance to the present state. Also, it's perpetuating. You're immediately resisting where you are. It's future tripping. It's past. Mm. It's regret about the past. It's never like sitting and tolerating or holding or being grateful for where you are 
It's a spiritual thing. But but is it? Are baboons over there no, having is. existential issues? They just out here fucking living. I don't know, queen. Are we they having know. spiritual? We don't know what their conscious is. But I, what I will say is someone wrote and said when I was talking about wanting more faith and they said, listen, faith and fear are the same thing. And they were like, one is just rooted in some shit that will propel you forward and ground you. The other one is rooted in some shit that will keep you right where you are. Faith you don't know, fear you don't know. Mm. Pick one. And I was like, shut up, get out the fuck out of my DMs. <laughs> but it was excellent. It was excellent. That was very good. Shit. I don't know. I think I'm dealing with the sadness of like, are we all like this? Is this really how we all are? I think the more and more I, um, I don't know, the more I have conversations with folks around this kind of stuff it's it's not often conversations the way that i have them with you it's very much like yeah we gotta grind we gotta get to this next thing we gotta be here and i don't want to be broke or i'm not trying to be mediocre all this stuff like all this stuff that's it's absurd it. yeah it's but absurd. it's just absurd it's like but then what? i'm like is it i don't know it's just disheartening it just feel i just feel disheartened and maybe a part of it is i'm looking i'm so disheartened that i'm looking for answers within baboon studies but i just i just i just see like there's no i don't see the end of this it just feels like there is no middle class i was i was watching yeah this hierarchy thing and and, and i i was watching another video of this woman talking about a white woman and she was talking about how frustrated she was for her children because mm -hmm. they couldn't make a living wage mm -hmm. you know they couldn't they were like my kids i told them if you go to school if you get a job if you this you'll get a, your own place you'll live your own life and they're like sh sh you know they did all that and they're still in her house she's like the rent is this the this is that and these one percenters are doing xy and i just think about that hierarchy and I guess being around it just made me so insecure. It made me so insecure. It made yeah. me like, you know, it's that mm -hmm. comparison thing yeah. of like, oh, I'm not doing that mm -hmm. good. What what am I doing? Mm -hmm. You going to be able to retire? What you doing, girl? I don't know. It's scary, though. And then And then I think like, like you said, we don't, we're not collective in in this and so that's where the hierarchy comes into play it's like well there it's, there's only there's only a few spots there's only a few slots and I, i'm damn sure gonna get one i hope you do too it's it's like squid games it's like you have your friends within the game but then you gotta turn on each other at the end of the day if, to win. if that is the consciousness and where you put your value, yes. Mm -hmm. Like you had to be able to hold a lot of uh, multiple things at, at once. Like, I think all of this is absurd. But I also understand that there is some type of mining or some type of deep spiritual emotional significance in you asking these questions of you uncovering um, uncovering the 
and equity and everything of you having to deal with the discomfort and the insecurity you feel around wealthy people. It's like it's these these are the tools that are helping us unearth and deal with far deeper things. And we wouldn't be able to deal with them without having these kind of like material absurdities maybe and that's where the value is and where the importance is and where the growth actually happens I don't know if I know for sure if you were to make a lot of money double of what you're making right now it would not ease it would not bring to ease some of the deep the deep insecurities that you're struggling with for real no it wouldn't <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't solve these problems it's not and these tracking questions over. that you have it, i mean it could yeah you could travel and like living would be different but you still would have to deal with de i mean you also see it with you also see it people are still de dealing with really with the heart stuff with the heavy start the stuff mm -hmm. even with a lot of wealth and some people are completely oblivious to that, which feels like a loss of life as well, too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know, girl. I really don't know. I'm struggling with the same things. Get rich or dry trying, MOB, be going to the cave or not. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I don't know. Sorry, y'all. Well. Another episode sorry. of Around the Way Curls. <laughs> I think, yeah, we just got to figure out what our enough is. And it's always changing because inflation. Oh, my God. All right. I just depressed this fucking episode and we were on a high from all the calls. I think but it I apologize. Do, it's not about inflation. It's about your inflation relationship with your inner life, which I think you're being you're dealing with and moving to. to yeah, just try and be in relationship with. With my inner life? Your inner life, your inner desires, your inner um, um, relationship that you have with yourself. That ain't got nothing to do with, or maybe not. Maybe I'm projecting that onto you and I apologize. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like you're asking and reckoning with heavier things than that can't be solved by your 401k or making a lot of money. More money, more problems also. <sighs> anyway. I don't know. All right, I'm, I'm tired. Sorry, y'all. Oh, now. my goodness. Also, apologies to the patrons. Riverside, like, crashed on us in the middle of this. <laughs> Having a lot of technical difficulties, so you're not going to get the end of this episode on Patreon. I don't know why. Maybe I shouldn't announce that. That'll deter people from joining us. Or maybe it won't. Maybe you'll be like, them girls need help. Let me get them $5 a month. Let's see what kind of baboon you are. That was so good. I don't know. All right. I'm sad. I think we should go. Yeah, I'm tired. I really want to go to sleep. Yeah, let's go to bed. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good morning. Bye.
You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good.